So hi, one of the Good Noise Podcasts. I'm Shane. I'm Lori. And we're here with... Um, I'm Alia. I'm Jason. I'm Kyle, and we are Glacier Banes. And we're going to ask some questions say about the upcoming album, Lunar Reflection. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? It's been exciting. Yeah, I feel like it's we've been working on it for a year. Wow. Um, and to finally... And I feel like all the pieces have been slowly coming together... Um, and to like see it all ready to be shown to everybody is really exciting. And yeah, for I'm sure. happy to hear that people are like excited for new music. Wait. Mm-hmm. Anyone else? All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been fun so far. Um, kind of pleasantly surprising the amount of people that are checking it out and the amount of positive feedback we're getting. It's always nice. Um, feels great to be putting out new music. It also it always feels kind of weird for me because like we've had the songs, you know, for us and like it's it just feels great to be sharing them with everybody now, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How long I, have you had the songs? Oh, I'm sorry, Jason. Oh no, no, go for it. It's all good. How how long have you had the songs? <laughs> um, like a year? Ha- yeah, I guess we started writing like a year ago. Well, no, okay the songs came together about a year ago when we were like putting it all together um, before we went to record. But I, I started writing like a lot of the songs, like when the pandemic started. Yeah. That's, (laughs) that's how it goes. Right. Um, But yeah, so I guess it's been like two years that we've had songs roll in and then a year that we've all been working on it together. Very cool. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, so is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art? Yeah. Um, Lunar Reflection. I feel, okay, during all that time, I was uh, just really inspired by the moon. And um, I was reading a lot of books on like psychology and astrology. And so a lot of like the moon symbolism just in those realms um, inspired like a lot of the songs and really connected to a lot of the um things that I was just experiencing and random little things just kept popping up in my life where the moon was a big theme. And so it all kind of like connects back to reflecting on your life and your experiences and kind of relating to the symbolism of the moon and all of that. So, yeah. Okay. Very cool. That, and the art, I don't know. The art, we, we always like to have like our, our color themes kind of a certain way too. And that's just, yeah, there's there's some like the I like the darker colors compared to some of our other stuff. Okay. Um, or at least our last record is a lot brighter. So I think that really kind of reflects a lot of what the songs are more kind of diving into like deeper, darker spaces. All right. Makes sense. Awesome. Uh, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? Yeah, Um <laughs> Well, a lot of the songs were written right here in my room when I would make some demos right here on this computer um, and then send them over to the guys. Yeah, this uh, this record was a different process for us. Um, like, we're a very live band and we kind of get a lot of our ideas out in the practice space, um, but all of a sudden we were all kind of confined to our own little spaces and we kind of 
had to learn how to write over the internet. We had done it here and there just like to share demos, but not really to write specifically. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a good exercise for us. And I think we learned a lot doing it. Um, but yeah. Were you guys like doing Zooms or were you just like sending files back and forth, emails and all that shit? Mostly files, mostly files. And then like, I think we did a couple Zooms where we would talk about ideas, but we were never like, okay, one, two, three, four over Zoom, you know, like, yeah. we never really did that. Okay. I don't think that would work out with the delay anyway. No. <laughs> oh, no yeah, I, I was going to say, I feel like, I don't know, like it was really just like, upload stuff to the google drive and as people would like go check out like oh what's new in here or whatever once in a while we send a text like yo i like put this in here but yeah i feel honestly it's like weird to think back because i just feel like we didn't even like communicate a whole bunch about it it was just kind of like happening and like I, obviously i was writing a lot before we got into the um like okay yeah we're gonna like make an, another album um i'd been like writing a bunch of songs um, and so that part of it, I had like a bunch of demos, like ready to go when I started like sharing stuff with the guys too. So, um, yeah, I know we didn't see each other at all during 2020 after we got home from having to turn our tour around. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Sometimes like we wouldn't even like nothing's happening in the group chat, but I get a notification of like a new guitar part or a new demo or whatever. I'm like, Oh shit, let's do it. You know? <laughs> I love how like the album came together, like at least somewhat came together with basically like zero communication. You guys were all just kind of like on the same wavelength, like we're writing a record, but we don't have to talk about it. Pretty much. I kind of the vibe though. <laughs> yeah, we just like do our own thing. Well, but I was going to say like, it makes, I don't know, I feel like that represents like what the album is about too, because it's like a very introspective album. And Kyle, I feel like you were talking about this before about how like yeah we were able to tap into this our own space in order to um write the parts that were needed and that kind of like allowed us to think more for ourselves creatively without like that group setting right yeah because a lot of a lot of the time for me like i'll be learning the song while we're jamming it at practice or whatever and then i might you know on my own try and like embellish my part a little more but like with this this was like dude the only thing like the only thing I could focus on was my part like it was kind of like uh I don't know putting my own part under a microscope because I'm just like I can't bounce ideas off of anyone you know yeah so, yeah sure. it was cool though are you guys gonna write another like record like that or cool. sorry Jason you can go. oh no Come I was on. just gonna say <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> I was just gonna say that it um as like uncollaborative as it was like we actually did put like a lot of thought into it because i feel like we like had the time to really think about just writing and really nothing else and just you know sending the file away mm -hmm. <laughs> and seeing how kyle mixed it with everything it was fun and i feel like that's kind of like something special about this band too is that we've never like sat down and we're like, okay, we are this kind of band. Like we want to play music. We want to write a record that sounds like this, but it all is just like, I always like to think of it. It's like a fusion of each one of our interests individually. And then like a fusion of the fusion of everyone's like interests. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Very, very organic. I like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. 
so I want you three to tell us your favorite lyric off this album and the meaning behind it. <laughs> I'll go lot. first. <laughs> They're like, what is it? Yeah. Um, I always said when we were in the studio and um, we, I, I don't know, we were in the studio and I said this was my most favorite lyric and it's from Embers, which is going to be the next single that we're dropping um, and the lyric is know your soul, know how it wants to play. And to me, that means, um, I don't know, just like trying to find your most true sense of self and like your true sense of creativity and letting that play out. Um, yeah, just true. Like, yeah, your true creativity, I guess that's what I just said, but yeah, having like that organic, like expression and like trying to figure out like where you feel the most um, authentic with creativity and then like not being a, holding yourself back from like letting that creativity play or mm-hmm. letting yourself play. It's mm-hmm. good. Nice. Uh, I, I have two and they're kind of like, I think to me, they're like inside jokes for the band. Uh, the first one is in Nurture, there's a lyric and it's one word uh epic you have the word epic in there and yeah i feel like i don't know i feel like that's just something between the four of us that like someone will say and it it's just like oh epic dude or whatever but like it's sick that it's a lyric yeah Um, and then i had the other one in my head but i can't remember it so jason you go (laughs) um to be completely honest, I don't know very many of the lyrics. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just, I, I like the melodies catchy. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. fair. But I love it. I love it, though. Okay. Yeah. You love the lyrics despite not knowing them. I get it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's a powerful message. Okay. I feel like one of the, f- oh, were you going to say one of the, f- well, the other? I remembered, I remembered my other one uh, from Digging Myself Out is this allowed is uh one of the lyrics in there and uh i think it wasn't until we were in the studio i was about to do like a vocal take that i was like this is for sure the lyric right and i'm like looking at the the (laughs) lyric sheet and i was like i heard something else but i don't know (laughs) um i feel like another funny one that was miss misheard um is in where does it go um we we were the oh faded oh yeah yeah i'm not trying to even think of what the actual lyric was well the joke lyric was like hella faded in chicago but but the real lyric is faded fading as the sun moves or something yeah i'm like and i can't even remember my own lyrics but yeah, it, I don't know. We were joking about like how you can like change the lyrics to something and then like put in the the city with it that you're in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, okay, I remember. It's elevated as the sun moves, and like for some reason when I was saying it fast, we were like saying like something like hella faded. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I get that. Okay. I get that. Right. Well, confused. Yeah. Oh, good. I get it. <laughs> Uh, so how'd the track list for the album come about? Did you guys write the opener, be the opener, closer, be a closer? Did you just shuffle around, see what fits? What was that process like? I, we didn't, um, there was no track listing thought in the writing process. 
Um, but once we kind of had all the songs done, we did really like discuss the track listing for a while, but during the recording process, things definitely showed up like, oh yeah, this is for sure going to be like the opener, like autonomy. We knew that that was going to be the opener. And that was also, um, the first song that we wrote for, or that it was one of the first demos that I had done. It was the first song that I wrote when we got home in my quarantine land um digging myself out I actually wrote before all of that happened but autonomy was the first one from and the rest of the songs too and then I think lunation as well was um we knew at one point that we wanted to do this fade out ending um and that 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 would be the album closer and we actually changed the key of the song right before it spiral through because we knew that we wanted the acoustic song to go into the final song so it was a little bit of thought okay okay that's good (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was fun to play around with different ideas but i do remember when we had finished like writing lunation we were like that's for sure the closer Mm -hmm. and then we were trying to figure out how do you set up the closer and then yeah slap an acoustic thing in front of it there you go these guys didn't close with the acoustic that's a pet peeve of mine yeah we thought about it So could you guys tell us where your headspace is at while you were creating this record? For me personally, like writing all the songs, I I feel like I was in a very dreamy, um, I don't want to say like fantasy, like state of mind, but um, I was definitely like just very, had, I had this very like dreamy and optimistic um point of view and I was able to like spend a lot of time in like this really cool space with my sister where a lot when like a lot of the songs were um were kind of being inspired I guess um but also I was literally at home for a lot of the time and just I feel like a lot of the things that I was experiencing were just being amplified Mm -hmm. and getting really into like psychology I kind of started to really analyze things in a certain way and um just learning a lot more about that I was like analyzing like myself and my thoughts and my experiences and so that's kind of like where my head was at just sort of dreamy but sort of really just like zoning in on my feelings and everything so I feel like I like learned a lot about myself during that time and like this writing process nice absolutely um i think for me it was like half escapism half like artistic uh occupying my mind with something artistic you know like i don't know everyone was dealing with so much there was all sorts of stuff going on uh while we were starting to write and um yeah for me personally like i would just like the block everything out and like this record this bass part is like the only thing that matters right now and so there's a lot of escapism for me but then also like elevate everything that I'm putting into it you know I was kind of able to take all these things that I was dealing with outside of the band and like throw that into my bass part you know so it was cool mm-hmm. uh I, th- I think for me it was more experimental and just kind of like trying to do things 
things that I'd learned just like by just like playing guitar with all the free time that I had mm -hmm. and just kind of doing weird little things and seeing and like just getting feedback on it really and kind of just really trying to hone in on like a like a like the sound for the album I guess or for each song or like you know I had a lot of time to think about just like the mood so I was like really just experimenting with shit that's sure. cool I, yeah, I think I remember like waiting on demos from Jason and I was like, dude, what like what's up? What are you doing? And he's like, Man, I just I had to learn this Metallica album. So that's <laughs> what I'm doing to. this week. I'll get yeah. those demos to you soon, bro. <laughs> I uh I really appreciate, or at least I, I think it's kind of cool that um all the all the headspace that you guys kind of said were not super negative considering <laughs> what yeah. was going on while you guys were Pandemic. writing the record. Um, so I think that's really cool. I just wanted to bring nice that up really hear. quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so how do you guys recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should they do it in the car with friends in the dark with headphones on? Is it a party album, workout album? What do you guys personally recommend? For me, it's definitely sit in your room, turn on the vibey lights, and just like listen to it and go through it for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd say um, like maybe 15 minutes before the sun's going to set, start it, maybe light a candle, maybe mm -hmm. drink a beer, you know, maybe some wine, whatever, something like that. But yeah. I like that answer. Definitely like a car ride type thing for me. Just cruising, just let it ride. You don't need destination. You just go. <laughs> just I like go. that. <laughs> so nice. where does it go of you? <laughs> <laughs> So this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your heads, I want you guys to describe this album for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. All three of you have to do it. Three words each. Uh, dreamy, introspective, life. Oh, there you go. Nice and quick. There you go. <laughs> oh, I want to say Thunderdome of feelings. Because like, there's like a lot of different vibes, but they're all there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, I'd say dreamy, heavy, and spacey or vibey. I don't know. That's four words. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. All right. All good. Perfect. Um, uh, so, in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling or emotion you want your listeners to have while going through the record? I mean, I've been kind of saying that. I feel like for me, I think I already, I already mentioned it, but like it was going through the process of writing the album was very like understanding myself. I like learned a lot through it all. But the interesting thing too, is that I feel like I learned even more like looking back at what I was feeling when I was writing the songs and like being able to like connect all the dots and like put it all together in this puzzle piece of like, okay, I see that so I guess like my thing is I hope that it might influence people to take a deeper look at themselves and like their feelings um because I'm also always like oh, like flow through your feelings just like feel them out but for me it's really interesting to like really like go back and kind of like get a better sense of understanding myself through it so that's I guess I just want everybody to like feel really like comfortable and confident in like who they are and like have the confidence to like express themselves authentically too so i hope that it just inspires people to want to 
think about themselves on like that level and want to like express themselves that way. I like that. I love that. Uh, anyone else i I don't want to skip over anybody (laughs) (laughs) um i think it's just kind of like finding like a sense of like awareness within yourself and around you and how you can just kind of accept things as they are and be okay with it and also just like working towards something better and know that like it's there for you it's just yeah level of self-acceptance and just like being realistic wholesome nice i think uh like the most obvious word would be reflection it's in the title Mm -hmm. but like lunar reflection i'm pretty sure malia you told us that you had that idea for the album title pretty early on and like we kind of talked about where that came from and like all these different things that we were talking about as a band and stuff and so like i don't know i think another word that it could be would be hope because like you know there is some positivity that we're trying to bring to the forefront here for sure um but at the same time looking inward you know so yeah mm-hmm. yeah when you said that it made me think of like transformation too because that was like a big theme yeah. with all of it yeah. is like taking all of every feeling like yes they can be negative feelings um they could be good feelings and just like transforming them into what Jason was saying like something better like the hope there's something greater out of like everything that you're experiencing oh it's very wholesome and I liked all of your answers well done guys. Hell yeah <laughs> I like hearing you guys is too I it me feel so good <laughs> uh, so what is your favorite memory that you guys made while creating this album Oh, Kyle definitely rapping in the booth with the auto tune. Oh, that, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. <Got> bars. <laughs> or a little auto tune on Kyle. <laughs> yeah, I was doing some some impersonations for sure. <laughs> we we came up with our side project, um, mm-hmm. some like chill, uh, rap, R and B vibes. But I was going to say uh, shooting hoops. It was wildly sunny and warm when we were recording for the time. I think it, it was like late March, early April, um, and it was really sunny and pretty warm every day. And there's a basketball hoop outside of the studio. So in between songs or when somebody was doing something, we would go out and just shoot hoops. And that was, that was pretty fun. But also I was going to say too, with the sun, I would go out before tracking vocals and just like go lay and just soak in the sun Mm -hmm. energy. And I feel like that really um, helped with those vocal takes. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Shooting hoops was a great mental break. Get the, get the blood flowing. And the hoop is a like six foot tall hoop maybe so it's a confidence booster also mm-hmm. you know? yeah. yeah you're dunking every, yeah, you can't every miss. ball <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah we may put a little compilation video together of all of our trick shots well, there you go oh yeah <laughs> um so picture this you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop what is your snack of choice oh what what were those things you like kyle the um the nerds clusters that's it yeah those yeah, yeah. were new and they're great it's like a nerds rope but in like a slightly bigger than a jelly bean it's crazy those sound good 
what is a nerd's rope? I see them. I just, I don't understand it. It's the best. You just try it. <laughs> so, well, what is it? <laughs> it's, it's gummy and it's crunchy and it's fruity. It's, it's just like an explosion of sugar and goodness. <laughs> it's like, like a laffy uh, taffy covered in nerds. Yeah. Pretty okay. Much. Yeah. Okay. Right. I understand that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but the laffy taffy is like thin, almost like licorice. Like, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. very rope like for sure. Okay. Jason, so snacks. Snacks, snacks, snacks. I didn't mean to derail the conversation. <laughs> I'm still trying to think. I feel like I really tried to not get snacks in that situation. Uh, but I, I'm like trying to think what I would get if I were to stop. You're in the middle Jay- of butt fuck nowhere. You have to get mm-hmm. something. No food for days. <laughs> it's um, a, it's I feel day. like I'm feeling Kyle's, but I feel like check. Well, what Kyle also get, but like check. Checks mix. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, oh, actually, I know. Sometimes you can get those little packs of pretzels with hummus. That's what mm-hmm. I like to get. Those are that good sounds too. good. Yeah. yeah. There you go. What about Is you, it? Jason? Yeah. Oh, uh, either like corn nuts. Um. Yeah, corn nuts for like some sort of chip. Maybe Pringles. Maybe some smart food if I'm feeling crazy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I feel like at any point you can go into the van and find at least five corn nuts somewhere on the ground. Yeah, this is <laughs> just true. like loose corn nuts. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately so. Yeah. And anti chew wrappers. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the corn nuts are the snacks for when someone doesn't get something at the gas station, so you can just eat those <laughs> off the floor. There's like oh, a half a bag yeah. on the floor. <laughs> so gross. That's so bad. So on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be? Oh. I love these questions. This is so fun. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. I'm going to say pizza. Okay. Ooh, would you like to tell us why? Um, we all love pizza. And pizza. <laughs> yeah, anytime that like we're at a gig and they're like, yeah, you get pizza. We're we're stoked. We're all super stoked. We're not paying you tonight. We ordered you Little Caesars. <laughs> Hey, sold. That's, yeah, that's fair. Do you have any toppings on the pizza? Is it just plain cheese? Is it okay? No yeah. cheese. We are we are a vegan pepperoni pineapple jalapeno pizza, possibly with green peppers or green onions. Uh-huh. Okay, I yeah. I could rock with that. That's good. That's spot on, honestly. <laughs> yeah, right. That's good. Are we all in agreement? I was, I was gonna say. um Vegan and not vegan wings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh okay. yeah, totally. Because I feel like we've had some like pretty um like ep- <laughs> epic. We've had some pretty like epic and just like big like moment conversations over. We go to this place called Fire on the Mountain in Portland, mm-hmm. and I think I've only ever been there like with the band, with, like a whole band eating them, and the guys will always get the the hottest one, and I'm just sitting there watching them like. <laughs> You're sweating for their them. mouths, and, yeah. and I'm just eating like my vegan, like sweet. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, why would you? I don't want to see this. All in the greens here. Everybody, everybody good. So pizza and wings. Okay. That makes yeah, sense. I guess so. Sense. Yeah. There you go. Perfect. Um. So for the last couple of questions, friction shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last <laughs> meal be with a drink? Oh. Damn. 
Mm-hmm. Um, street tacos and a big Modelo. That sounds so good. Street tacos. Uh, I would get, I don't know, probably some v- some really like cool flavored vegan mac and cheese. Mm. And maybe a Rainier for the Northwest love, nice. <laughs> which is probably... it's like the, it's the PBR of like the Northwest, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'd probably go uh, California burrito mm-hmm. and probably Modelo also. Right. What is in a California burrito? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, it's let's see, carne asada, mm-hmm. pico de gallo, guacamole, mm-hmm. and French fries. Oh, yeah, I like yeah. the French fry edition. Yes, potatoes in your burritos. Okay, always. yeah. Okay, but. I I respect that. I have to try it, but it sounds it sounds good. It sounds good sure. in theory. It sounds banging, <laughs> actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, very much recommend. Right, sounds good. Uh, so, if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Marvel Universe, but I'd have powers. If I didn't have powers, absolutely not. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm going Star Wars for sure. Oh, that's, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that's the one. Oh, uh, dude. Wow, Jason, this question is like answer. blowing my mind <laughs> because I feel like I feel like I have an answer. And like I thought about this before, but I just I just don't know. I I kind of I I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. Just I can like it. imagine it in my head. Mm-hmm. Honestly, okay, wait. I don't know. Okay, don't pick me. I don't want to answer this question. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I'm like imagining in my head like something like really cloudy or like up in up in the in like some magical clouds mm-hmm. very like bright and beautiful but i don't know what what that's from or what that is nice no that sounds cool yeah that's yeah, like that mountain cool. olympus yeah that'd yeah, be cool oh, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. all right that'd be very cool there you go um so i found a best last question and every single person we've spoken to has said that it is the most important question what's your favorite color blue okay green uh, probably purple. Solid. Taste. We got the whole second half of the the color wheel covering all the gamut there. <laughs> Gotta keep the cool colors. What, what? about you? Phil? Um. So as I said, that's all the questions we have to say. Is there anything that you guys like to plug? Lunar reflection is mm-hmm. out March eleventh, twenty twenty two. Equal Vision Records. I don't know when this is coming out, but we're gonna be on tour too right after it. Ooh. Um. We're heading to from the West Coast out to the Midwest, and then we're doing West Coast too in March and April. So, oh yeah, you might be where you're at. But I do have a question for both of you. Okay, mm-hmm. what are your favorite colors? Black. Oh, yellow or red. It depends on the day. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, well, thank you for now. This guy's been Glacier Veins, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>